Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fresen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. I am Adrian Bagatti and I've got a guest on today, Lulu Lodge from Four Weeks. And it's something that's very close to my heart. It's about coffee, but it's not. I am not a coffee drinker, but I am a very avid recycler and I like the concept behind this. So Lulu, welcome to the show. And thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Tell us about Four Weeks. Awesome. So um, Four Weeks is a company that um, I co-founded with my two cousins, Daniel and Oliver Pretorius, mm-hmm. in 2019. We actually produce um, 100% compostable coffee pods that are designed for your Nespresso machine. Um, we decided to pursue this path because we call ourselves coffee snobs who love the planet Coffee's played a very big part um, in our family life. You know, we've always shared amazing moments over a delicious cappuccino. It's where we gather to meet. Um, we are all incredibly, um, yeah, uh, fussy about our coffee. <laughs> um, and we've all had Nespresso machines in our homes, um, you know, for years. But we to be honest, didn't use them because we didn't love the, the taste of the coffee. And we were also very much put off by the waste that's generated Mm. through single-use plastic or aluminium capsules. And we decided, what if we decided to use the millions of Nespresso machines in use already and um, not only celebrate South Africa's amazing coffee culture by Mm. packing some of the best micro-roasters coffees that we have here locally fresh into our pods, but also develop a compostable pod that also shifts people's awareness to to what they use and also how we throw things away. So we set about, yes, um, approaching um, some of our favorite coffee roasters. We currently have six of South Africa's top coffee roasters in our Four Weeks Collective. They are Deluxe Coffee Works, Turbidor Coffee Roasters, Truth Coffee Roasting, Naked Coffee, Rosetta Roastery, and Father Coffee. And every week we get their freshly roasted coffee beans, we grind them, and we pack them into our 100% compostable pods. So by 100% compostable, I mean that the shell is compostable, as well as the paper lid that seals it. Um, we also called it four weeks because it follows coffee's cardinal rule of being best enjoyed within four weeks from roast to shot. Oh. So the coffee inside is fresh. Usually coffee and capsules can be, you know, have a shelf life for up to two years. We wanted to challenge that because the most delicious coffee is the freshest coffee. Um, so that was one element. And then in terms of being a compostable pod, yes, you can, you can compost it at home if you do compost at home. Mm. And if you don't, we, we started a, a network of compost collection points. At the moment, they are in the Western Cape. There are eight spots where anybody who uses four weeks pods can go and return their, their pods and we compost them on their behalf. Yeah. And within three months, everything, the pod, the, the, the whole pod with the coffee inside is turned into beautiful, nutritious, life-giving compost. Amazing. 
Amazing. So that's fantastic. So at the moment, it's just the Nespresso machine or are you looking at other smaller machines? At the moment, it is specifically designed for Nespresso machines. Mm. And um, we are going to stick to Nespresso machines until the time that we feel that we've 100% cracked the science and that, you know, the product is performing at its absolute optimal and then of course we'd love to you know veer into other types of machines like your dolce gustos etc but for now it's it's nespresso machines correct i think most families have nespresso machines if they've got a pod machine i think that's the most popular one in south africa anyway so yes that's what we thought and it's definitely the ones that we had in our homes or when we were you know around a boardroom um and Mm. we offered espressos was definitely always a nespresso and we that was also one of the reasons in addition to the waste um that that really as you know we were all brought up on farms we're very very precious about the environment and really believe in yeah everybody you know, um, if we all played our role, we, we could really do something to shift the planet. Um, but in terms of coffee, we, yeah, we thought how amazing it could be to have your favorite coffee roaster at the push of a button, you know, and to enjoy this deliciously freshly roasted coffee in seconds. That was something that was really exciting for us and really an opportunity for people to start exploring different ways of enjoying coffee. You know, two mm. of our roasters in our collective, namely Father Coffee and Rosetta Roastery, they purpose source are very unique rare beans they roast them very lightly so as to not um, mask any of the unique characteristics of, of that bean so sometimes some of their coffees take you on an absolute adventure in terms of the taste. I know you're not a coffee drinker, so you may not appreciate this to the full extent, but some of the coffees are just really interesting and have been roasted with such care and pride. And I think to be able to enjoy that, yeah, like at the push of a button is something quite special. Okay. And then, of course, not to have the guilt that it's going to sit in land for 500 years, you know? Yeah, so I've got a, okay, I've got a machine that won't be able to use your pods. But, I mean, that is part of the thing that stops me using the machine anyway, besides the cost of the pods. It's the fact that I'm throwing away this plastic. We have started, when we do use the machine, to take that tinfoil lid or whatever that plastic lid that they have, and empty out the coffee, it. and then recycle the plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's, it's still such a waste. I think the composting uh, with the cost of food going up, people are looking at starting their own vegetable gardens and things like that. And to be able to add your delicious favorite coffee into that mix and know that your habit of your coffee a day that keeps you human is mm-hmm. going to keep you fed as well, which I, I like that idea. That's an amazing way to think about it. And yes, it's been the most fascinating journey for us because as much as we've learned about coffee, so we learned about composting and how, how important it is. Um, Mm. and you know, with landfills filling up across the country, Mm. there's a big drive towards encouraging composting. not only for the environmental hazards that occur when organic waste lands in landfill, um, and, and of course the social impacts, but also, you know, the fact that it's waste that's being wasted. Yes. You know, organic, uh, waste by its nature was never intended to, you know, rot or turn into a, a leachate or anything yes. poisonous. It's actually meant to, to refuel and fertilize the earth. Yes. And, and keep the nutrients in the soil, you know, and it's, a, it's such a pity that so much of our waste, organic waste is mm-hmm. landing up in that or where it's doing 
a lot of damage. Yes. So it's amazing to see initiatives like the Western Cape government introduce, um, you know, their land for their, their new bill in terms of uh, eliminating 50% of land, uh, organic waste and landfall, uh, by 2022. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So there's a big drive towards composting. And I think, yeah, it's, 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 as you say, quite an incredible thing to be able to grow your own food. And I think that mm. not only the joy you, you kind of receive from, from working with the earth and growing something from scratch. Um, but just, yeah, it's such an incredible way to link what you, what you're using, what you're consuming mm. and just creating an awareness. And for us, you know, it's created such an awareness. It's amazing how such a small, habit or small thought can have such a ripple effect in terms of how you think about all your waste you know and be quite aware that you're disposing of it in the best way possible I think a lot of us don't think about it that way um I know when I started meal planning for my family six seven years ago that's when I slowly started becoming aware of how much food is wasted in our peels in our and in the the tea bags, the coffee grinds, the, you know, all those things, even if you're not using a pod, if you're using a filter machine, that filter is, is, you know, wasted. And that, and then we started, look, I can't grow anything. Um, I kill the salt <laughs> plants, but I have a gardener who the first and new guy, and the first thing he said to me is, where's your compost? And I like looked at him and I thought, okay, well, we have to retrain the house. And that is. And then- that is quite an amazing thing is that changing people's mindsets on what you can compost and what can't be composted, what can be recycled and what can't, and just making an impact on our environment that we live in. Now, Cape Town being Cape Town, it, it seems they're sort of slightly more ahead in the environmental steps than, say, Johannesburg, which is more of a built-up city, I think, you know, and it just seems that we're slower behind that. So I'd love to see that kind of thing come up to Joburg eventually. Definitely. Where, so, where would we so, be able to buy those pods? Um, so we have an online store. Oh. It's fourweeks.coffee or you can access it fourweeks.co.za. Okay. So that's 4WKS um, and we ship nationwide. Okay, perfect. Um, and then we also, our pods are available at all our partner roaster cafes. You can okay. go to any nation coffee in Johannesburg you can also go to Father Coffee okay and and find them there okay so that sounds good and then we talked about eventually once you're understanding your sustainability as a business and things like that you're looking at further plans are there any other things that you guys are looking at to change around the coffee getting more coffee places on or um you know getting it overseas Yeah, I think that, you know, um, our, we, we still, you know, very much in our infancy. Um, we we just turned two (laughs) and we have, we have big ambitions. You know, I think that with every roaster that decides to partner with four weeks, we Mm. replace it more and more single plastic, uh, single use plastic and aluminium Mm. pods or capsules. And that really is our, our big mission. Yeah. You know, we can, we can replace as many of those as possible. And at the same time, celebrate 
as I said earlier, our incredible local coffee culture here in South Africa. Again, you know, when you buy a pod that's packed with with locally roasted coffee, it of course has a knock-on effect yes. for those businesses as well. So there's a, you know, we, we're very passionate about, you know, really building value here in South Africa. Um, and in terms of innovation, you know, I wanted to say that we started actually with a with a pod made from sugarcane waste. Oh, okay. Yeah, or, or gas. You know, the same the same material that that you'd find, you know, in your egg tray. Yes. And I mean, we tried so hard to make that work in terms of the material, and of course, we loved it. Um, and it 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 biodegraded very very quickly. Yeah. But unfortunately, um. It was quite hit and miss in terms of the coffee delivery, but it remains our moonshot um, to to really innovate and and to make this sugarcane pod work. So when you ask about innovation, that's definitely um, on that's in the background and what we're working hmm. on. Something that we'd really love to um, to crack. Yes. And in the interim, you know, you know, we always call ourselves ever evolving and we've got a big ambition. And I think with every part and every person that joins us in our movement to shift, you know, coffee habits and culture, um, you know, we, we making a little dent part by part. And, and that's really what we're keen to do. And exactly what you said earlier, you know, this attention to waste, that, that's really fundamentally Part of, one of the three things we wanted to do, you know, the first thing was to try and replace all plastic um, and aluminium capsules. Yeah. Secondly, was to celebrate and curate the best local coffees in in South Africa. And thirdly, we really wanted to try and draw attention to to waste. Yeah. You know, often waste is something that you don't think about. We've got this kind of very um, grab, go, throw modern day mm. culture. Pick up a sandwich, you just throw the packaging away, you're in a rush, you get a takeaway coffee, you throw it, and you know, we don't really think about where it goes. Yeah. And and we really wanted the opportunity through something as simple as a as a pod, um, to draw that attention away. And you know, we've just launched um a a fully compostable uh pouch. So we have zero waste packaging um in our business. We also wanted to challenge that model. You know, typically you would buy a sleeve or a box of ten pods, you know, that mm. also is coated laminate plastic. Um you know it's a laminated cardboard box and then you throw that away and some of the parts are individually wrapped in plastic. And we were like, no, 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 what can we do? You know, what can we do to encourage a really zero waste approach to packaging? So we got and we didn't want to import anything either. So Mm. coffee as you know needs to ideally be stored in an airtight container. Yes. And what's better than glass? South Africa's also got an amazing um kind of glass recycling mm. capability. And obviously console, we've got a you know a local yeah. manufacturer supplier of glass too. So we got normal, just ordinary console jars. Oh wow. We need to make it a little bit special. So we actually created a a an, an oak casing oh. that the lid fits into. It's actually glued on it. So it's this very special glass jar we had it sandblasted with our logo so again no kind of anything yeah that can't biodegrade be recycled and then you get 30 pods at a time and for your first purchase you get a jar to keep your pods nice and fresh with as i mentioned this beautiful oak oak lid and thereafter you get refills Uh, again refills of 30 pods and the idea is that you just keep on refilling your jar and to date, we've been using a brown paper bag 
for our refills, which has been great, but it also doesn't really protect the product that well. And so we knew we had to, as we grow and as we scale as well, we knew we needed to kind of, you know, replace this brown paper bag with something that could allow us to go into, you know, retail and et cetera. We've recently developed a 100% compostable refill pouch. It looks like plastic, but it's not. Um, the whole thing, it's, it's like a Ziploc pouch, actually. The mm. whole thing, including the zipper, is 100% compostable. And we wanted to challenge this idea that packaging, again, is something that you just throw away. Mm. We wanted to use it as a vehicle for change. The idea is you get your refill, you refill your jar, and as you start using your four-weeks pods, you put them back into your compostable refill pouch. When it's full, you zip it up, and the entire thing, the pouch plus all the pods inside them, can literally be thrown into the compost heap, and the whole thing will decompose. That is amazing. The same at, the same at four weeks in terms of the Western Cape, where we have our eight compost collection points that I mentioned to you. You could drop off your entire pouch filled with your used coffee pods into we've got these compost bins, you throw it into the bin every four weeks. We come and collect it. And in partnership with uh, Y Waste, it's a commercial composting facility in West, in the Western Cape. We compost all used pods returned to four weeks. Last month alone, I think we did close to 15, 20 kilos of pods wow. that we diverted from landfill and into compost. And that adds and, up. That adds up to a lot of landfill. Yeah, I mean, and obviously our pods compared to your plastic or aluminium pods, they're going to decompose in landfill mm. a lot faster. You know, plastic and aluminium pods can remain for 450 to 500 years yeah. to break down, which is a very big number. <laughs> very <laughs> long time. Um, yeah, yeah, so as we said, you know, we, we're really trying to, yeah, change the game, you know, across the board, whether that's through packaging and, and, you know, getting people to, as I've said, you know, refill their pouch, compost it. If they don't have a compost heap at home, taking it back to a facility mm. or to us where, where we can compost on, on their behalf. That's amazing. I mean, I know how, like, I'm learning what can be composted and what can't be. I mean, I always knew, like, vegetables and fruit and stuff are compostable but um i've also learned tea bags are and now to be able to do the coffee pods as well would be fantastic to add that in i think part of the reason we stopped using the coffee machine was that i was making everybody take that lid off empty out the coffee and put it in the plastic in the recycling got too much work for everybody so nobody uses the machine and it's meant to be convenient so it defeats the purpose Yes. And that's, you, you've triggered another thought for me, and that is, you know, transparency in the chain. You know, mm. we really wanted to show that, you know, so many, there's so much greenwashing these days. Yes. Companies saying that they're going to, if you return something to them to be recycled, that they're going to do it. But where's mm. the transparency? Where do you actually see that it's being done? Yes. Where's it sent? How's it treated? What's it being turned into? You that's know, right. and we wanted to also like really be super transparent. And say, this is what happens, you know, if you do return your pods to us, you know, this is what's going to happen. Turns into this is where it goes. In three months, it will be compost, et cetera. We really wanted to encourage that level of transparency. And also trying to encourage the mentality and the thought that, you know, together we can change the system. You know, I think that it's quite unique that we have six roasters on board. Typically, they would be, you would consider them to be in competition with each other, but they actually mm. joined four weeks as a collective to say that we will do something better. 
You know, we are human beings doing a bit better. We're doing pods better. We're doing packaging better. And we're coming together for a sense of change. And we really, everybody who kind of joins our four weeks community, and that's really what, what we are building and what we are so passionate about is um, not only inspiring people with fresh energy, but also to show that together, bit by bit, you know, we can really do do something good. And, and we, we have time to save our planet and to have a delicious cup of coffee along the way. Whether you are halishing for halas or wanting to braai or fine dine, this is Essen Fressen with Adrian Bagatti. It's all about the food. Welcome back. I'm Adrian Bagatti and my guest is Lulu Lache from Four Weeks. It's Four WKS and they are doing recyclable coffee pods for your Nespresso machine, which I love the idea. Compostable. Compostable. (laughs) Sorry. I got to still learn, learn compost and recycle, uh, to get the changes right. So it, it's amazing talking to you about this and your passion for the re, the, the recompostable aspect of it. And hopefully soon we'll have those compost, uh, collection centers somewhere here in Johannesburg. That would be amazing. Um, Most definitely. We're definitely working on it. I think there's a lot of scope, um, for there to be more compost, uh, facilities mm. in Johannesburg. Um, and it's something that, yeah, we are very keen to, to get involved in and be a part of. Mm. Uh, and in the interim, we are going to do our best to set up some, uh, compost collection points at our existing roasters in Johannesburg, yeah. and that's Naked and Father, mm. and to do what we can to, to compost them correctly. Okay, that, that sounds amazing, because I, I know that, well, I've, even I, who don't drink coffee, have heard of Father. So, yeah. <laughs> so at least. They're amazing. Yeah. As um, are all our roasters, they're really yeah. great. So, so that's an amazing aspect of the, the composting and, you know, just the environment itself, which, I mean, it's just such a beautiful concept that we're saving our planet. Um, you know, people are, are talking about, you know, the animals that we're feeding and stuff like that. But the humans, the amount of wastage that we have and the amount of damage our waste does is probably just as bad as if you're, um, you know, the, the amount that they say that the animals are eating of our planet or using the biofuels and stuff. Yeah, waste is a, it's a very, very, yeah, very, very big topic. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about plastic pollution, you know, yeah. and how there's a seventh continent, mm. right, of a garbage dump in the ocean, the size yeah. of, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and you know, the, these kind of threats or not threats. I mean, they, they are real possibilities that by 2050, you know, there'll be more plastic in the ocean than, than sea life. I mean, that is a, that is a scary statistic or, or kind of possibility. I also read the other day that in 2050, seagulls will be eating 99% plastic. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is quite, uh, quite phenomenal. So definitely, I think, you know, the time is now. Mm. And I think that, you know, businesses and brands have an amazing opportunity to lead the way. Mm. and um, to show by doing. And I think that as as consumers, we have the opportunity to really buy into brands um, that are doing amazing initiatives that we believe yeah. in and that are really being responsible yeah. in terms of what they're producing, how they're producing it. And that not, not only extends to the environmental impact 
mm. of, of that company, but also the social impact, yes. how they're treating people, how they're employing people, etc. So I think that there's this is the time, you know, for all of us to step up and mm. um, do our best to be as responsible as possible and to realize that Earth is our only home. Yeah. You no, know, that's the one thing that unites all of us and without it we have nothing. So that, that's one of the things I think I would like to put out a challenge to companies that have got these green buildings, you know, the office blocks that are green, to have a look at not just the building being green, but they're consuming, the, you know, the consumables, looking at mm. making that as green as possible as well. And staff drink coffee. So look at using that. Um, for your beautiful gardens that a lot of places are using and, and things like that. I think it's, it's a, it's a concept that South Africans in general need to relearn. We have never been the most environmentally conscious country in the world. Um, when I look at family living overseas and stuff like that, um, especially at places like Australia and New Zealand and even a little bit England, I see they, you know, they recycle in England as part of your collect, your rubbish collection. Mm -hmm. But I know in Australia, you know, you've got the different bins for the different things in the people's homes. And it, it's almost like a mindset that the kids are brought up with it. And I think we need to change our lifestyles to come up with sustainable living. Um, yes. It doesn't yes. have to be minimalist. You don't have to go overboard, but just the little things we use every day, like the coffee pods. Um, I mean, most families are going to use more than one coffee pot a day. Yes. So I think that that's a beautiful idea. And companies that are serving coffee to, you know, in meetings, once we all go back into offices again, important thing. Absolutely. You know, there's a beautiful saying that waste is only waste if you waste it. Yes. Um, waste is actually a very valuable resource, that's you it. know, and um, it's it's really about, yes, how can we make sure that that we aren't wasting our waste you know and turning it into something more valuable and yeah in terms of other countries um i have a friend who grew up in vienna in austria mm. and they grew up composting at home and it actually helped to heat the city yes. it would go to the, a, a heating system and actually the the austrians became so efficient that the government asked them to stop home composting, actually, because they needed to, you know, find other ways of, <laughs> yeah, they, they were being too efficient, put it that way. So, yes, I think there is a lot of scope for education in South Africa. You know, there is a lot of confusion. What does recyclable mean? What mm. does compostable mean? What yes. does biodegradable mean? Yeah. When I see a bin liner that's compostable, is it also industrially compostable? Is it home compostable? What are the different certifications? So I think there is oh, wow. a long, quite a large room for education. And I think, um, you know, a call for both brands to be as transparent as possible and for consumers to be, you know, to educate themselves as much as possible. And I think that the little, every little bit that we can do, whether that is recycling at home and making sure that, you know, your glass is landing up where your glass is meant to go mm. or your plastic or, you know, when you get, you know, I, I always think of Black Friday and all those home deliveries and all the oh. packaging, you know, <laughs> what happens? Do people discard it nicely? Do they recycle it or do they just bin it? And I think there's that awareness. And as I said, you know, it is, it is through just small 
uh, shifts of an awareness mm. that then creates more shifts in habits. And then those habits become entrenched. And then all of a sudden, it starts having the most amazing knock-on effect. Yes. So okay. I think, yeah, it, it's exciting. You know, I think that I think in the next few years, following on, on the Western Cape's example with landfills filling up, I mm. have no doubt that home composting will become initiatives that are rolled mm. out you know, across cities. Um, My hope is that there's going to be more industrial or commercial composting facilities set up around the country. There's only amazing advantages in terms of this green economy, the circular economy, uh, environmental advantages, social impact advantages. You know, waste is also a very big industry, an opportunity for for money to be made, for value Mm. to be created across the chain, and, Mm. of course, for the waste to be discarded in a proper waste stream opportunities and you know to anybody oh listening out there these are this is an amazing business idea you know <laughs> South Africa needs it I think there's yeah I think there's a lot of scope to do a lot of good um, and I think for companies you know to really push the envelope challenge mm. you know ourselves you know could my packaging be more sustainable could I be I don't know doing things in a, in a different mm. way and I think you know yeah there's an I think it's very exciting new just to see amazing things coming out of South Africa in terms of sustainability, people relooking design, innovation. Um, I do think that, you know, we come from the most beautiful country where there is a deep love for the incredible beauty of South Africa. You know, whether that's, you know, the gorgeous parks that we have, mm. um, you know, the, the amazing flora, fauna. We are so, so lucky. I think it's in our blood. You know, I think it is so natural for us to want to protect it, to want to love yeah. it. And yeah. as I said, there's so much amazing opportunity to do such good in this space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's definitely a, a it, it's definitely an area that needs to grow and we definitely need to learn more about composting and recycling and you know, how it pertains to our, well, Minds of Food show. So obviously we need, that's the biggest waste area in the world is Mm. food and like coffee and tea bags and all those kind of things that can be used. So, And and for anybody interested in learning a little bit more, um, you know, Earth Probiotics is an Mm. amazing company to, to maybe look on their website. They, you can get started with a Bokashi bin, Mm. Or a little worm farm, you know, there's mm. uh, various different ways to compost small, you know, you've mm. got a garden, mm. um, perhaps, you know, you've mentioned that it sounds like your gardener has experience in the compost yes. heat. Yeah. You know, it's quite amazing to just look around you and see maybe what you could do. I understand people living in apartments with a small balcony. It's a little bit difficult, but it's been done. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's quite a fascinating topic, yeah. maybe one that you can address, you know, in another Definitely. episode. Definitely. With tips on how to use your kitchen scraps and turn it into something. Yeah, useful. useful. Into the earth. Yes. Yeah. Lulu, thank you so much for joining me on the show. It's been amazing talking to you. I've learned quite a lot today. Um, it's definitely a change of perspective on everyday things. And thank you. Thank you. And your knowledge on all of this has is, is been amazing. I'd love to carry on for like another hour and a half maybe talking about all of that. But thank you so much for joining me. This is the High FM show. It's uh, Essen Fresen. And I'm Adrian Bugatti. I was talking to my beautiful guest, Lulu Lachey, from four weeks. And we will speak to you again soon.